0: The uh, rituals of initiation of young men in some of the very simple societies are extremely interesting. The boys are brought up to be in fear of the masks that the men wear in their rituals. These are the gods. These are the personifications of the powers that structure the society. The boy, when he gets to be more than his mother can handle, the men come in with their masks, or whatever their costume is, and they grab the kid, and he thinks he's been taken by the gods. Taken out to the men's ground, and he's beaten up and everything else. But then there, in New Guinea, there's a wonderful, wonderful event where this poor kid has to stand up and fight a man with a mask. I'd say he's fighting the god. The man lets the kid win. Takes the mask off, puts it on the kid now the mask is not there defeated and simply said, oh this is just myth he said, the mask represents the power that is shaping the society and has shaped you and now you are a representative of that power that's a big story and there are quite a number of examples uh, around the world down in Tierra um, del Fuego the Ona people down there had rituals of this kind where the kid had to get up and fight this god power that he'd always been afraid of, and the man put up a good fight for the kid, you know, but then the boy won. Now you're a man. You've broken past the image as fact and understand the image as metaphor, and you are to represent what the metaphor stands for. Well, the burial isn't as important as the kid thinking he's dead. Um, in, in, uh, again, these, um, bull roarers, you know, the whoo whoo hoo, hoo, hoo this is the voice of the deity. Again, in New Guinea, there's a ritual where the kid is, uh, his eyes are covered by the initiating man, and the bull-roarer comes over and he tells him, now the demon, dragon, grandpa is coming to eat you. That's the libistote idea that Wagner handles, you see. You think you're dead, and bing, you've broken past it. You've got a new, expanded life. What has died has been the infantile ego. We, until we're pretty well along, 12, 13, 14, are utterly dependent on our parents and on our society. So a psychology of dependency is developed. A psychology of submission, asking for approval, uh, expecting reproof, and all this sort of thing. But how are we going to break out of that psychological bondage? into self-responsible authority, courage for what our thoughts are on our life. Um, This is the problem of killing the infantile ego, which is one of dependency, and coming into the mature ego of authority. I always say that if you're going to go through for your PhD, you're in the dependency position until you're 35 or 40 and may never get out of it. Um, you can judge by the number of footnotes a scholar applies as to whether he's got authority or is always uh, simply hoping that somebody will feel that he has the right authority. Uh, it's an important, a sensitive point in the academic world. Uh, it's impressed me, you know. You see on on uh, TV, a uh, professor is asked a question and he comes <coughs> and he's trying to get the answer out straight and, uh, and so forth. And then some... Uh, Big league baseball player is asked, questions, boy, what authority, he, he's not humming and hawing, he comes out, he knows, he was an authority from the time he was playing ball on the sand lots, he's not asking anybody for uh, approval, he's telling him. And uh, this is the breakthrough to maturity that is required in, uh, in the life of Adam.